0: Welcome to today's talk with Erica. I'm Erica del Sordo, here to discuss topics that affect people's personal and professional lives. Join me each week as we talk with experts who know how to answer life's questions and ease your mind. Hi, everyone. I'm Erica Del Sordo. Welcome to another episode of today's talk with Erica just before Christmas. And I have with me today Jordan Regar. She's going to talk about the Humane Society. Thank you for subscribing to my YouTube channel, by the way. I appreciate everyone's subscriptions to both the YouTube channel, which is the video portion, as well as the audio portions. And you can find all of those links in the info section. Now, Jordan Regar is new to the show. She's with the Lake City Columbia County Humane Society. Welcome, Jordan. Yay, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for asking me. You're welcome. I'm happy that you're here with me because just a few days before Christmas, and I know that a lot of people have a lot of questions or maybe some people need to be informed about pets and the holidays. Now, I also have with me today Chelsea Flores. She's a veteran of the show. She's the owner of Chelsea Flores State Farm. Now, how do these two tie together? You'll find out in just a moment. Hi, Chelsea. Hi, Chelsea. Hi, Erica. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. I want to start off with Jordan. Now, like I was saying, of course, every year, Christmas comes, Hanukkah comes, people want to buy gifts. And a lot of those times, it's live animals. And I know that there's probably a lot to say for that. Um, First of all, how long have you been in uh, with the Humane Society here?
1: Gosh, um, about five months, close to five months. So I'm still relatively
0: new and learning. Awesome. Well, that's good. So, what have you learned so far that happens around holidays? <laughs>
1: Yeah, so they are preparing to educate people who come in looking for puppies around this time um, about how it's a lifelong commitment, and we definitely want your niece, nephew, daughter, son, whoever, to have that puppy, Um, but just trying to ask some pointed questions to make sure that they're ready for the next 18, 20-ish years of that puppy's life. Um, And same with kittens. We just don't want to see them come back in about four months when the newness and Christmas bow has worn off
0: absolutely now is it just kitties and doggies that you guys adopt out
1: yes so we only
0: handle companion animals
1: um, which ironically enough uh, ferrets and licensed Vietnamese pigs also count in that umbrella um, though we haven't seen any of those recently
0: that's funny all right well that's that's good to know and I know a lot of people will be responsible I think a lot of people have learned in the past right what goes on when the newness of the kitty or doggy and of course the five-year-old's not gonna take care of the kitty or doggie, right? <laughs> right?
1: Right, there's no scoop in a litter box for them, yeah.
0: Oh my um, goodness.
1: But our biggest point right now is we are trying to do a home for the holidays campaign where all of our shelter animals either find permanent homes or they find foster homes through the Christmas and New Year holiday Um, to really clear the shelter, give us a chance to deep clean and give those animals the socialization and enrichment that they really need to ultimately become adopted.
0: That's wonderful, and that's exactly where Chelsea ties in, right? Chelsea, you've been right. taking in the Humane Society pets in your office to show that people, uh, to show people that there are dogs and cats up for adoption.
2: Yeah, so we actually sponsor a pet adoption each month, um, and we have the pet come into our office and spend the day with us on the first Friday of the month. And it's been such an experience. Uh, it's been a lot of fun having a pet here and <laughs> just seeing how that all works in the office. But it's a really neat experience, and being able to sponsor that so that you know someone um, won't have to pay the sponsor fee, but it also helps out the humane society too and bring
0: awareness for them. That's yeah. awesome. Now, how lo- did you say? How long you've been doing it? I'm sorry. Um, since July, August. Yeah. What's yeah. the success rate? Do you have people adopting from your from what you've been doing with the program?
1: Yes, yeah, so I, I think I can answer that for Chelsea. Um, <laughs> yes, I think there's um, every single animal that she's had have been adopted. And the first one was actually adopted by someone um, on her staff. So that was That's really funny and cute. Awesome. But these animals that we send to this program, Sponsor an Adoption, are ones that are older, they're shy, um, or they are heartworm positive or something, so they'll have some symptoms throughout the rest of their life, and as such are harder to adopt. So we sponsor their fee, or the company sponsors their adoption fee, which gives them a little bit of an extra boost to say, hey, pick me, I'm free, you know, so um, it gets them looked at, whereas other times they just may not.
0: Right. Well, that's true. You guys have a new clinic over there, by the way, and that's pretty helpful
1: gosh and, and you know I'm, I'm clearly doing this from my car um, <laughs> and a couple of reasons why you know it's the Humane Society is loud but we have construction going on everywhere the thrift store is beginning to open um, the new building which will house an expanded clinic and adoption center is going up um, we're waiting on the foundation to be poured and and there's just so much going on so in um, January 4th we welcome a new full-time veterinarian she's been part-time for a couple months Wow. Um, but she'll come on full-time. We have just recently, on the 9th, begun offering dental. So we do um, regular cleanings and tooth extractions. And I got to see some tooth extractions the other day, and that was wild. <laughs> um, but there's just so much growth, and it's amazing, and we hope that everyone wants to be a part of it.
0: That's wonderful. Now, the clinic, though, that's j- that's not just for adopted pets from the Humane Society. Anyone can bring their a- animal, cat, dog maybe pig right
1: right and that (laughs) thank you Um, that's something that we've been battling a little bit so we offer low-cost service at an exceptional um, you know we we do a great job Um, but it is it's for anyone so anyone in the community that owns a pet can come in and make an appointment or schedule online Um, it's not just for our pets and it's not just for anyone on assistance Though we do try to offer programs and things to reduce our rates
0: even um, lower to help accommodate everyone that's wonderful. Let me ask were you helping animals and stuff prior to you working for the Humane Society? sort of, you know, like I kind of have a little bit of a bleeding heart. So
1: whether it's a kid, a puppy, an animal that should not be an indoor one, um, I can't help but want it. You know, we had like a pet raccoon growing up because it was an orphan and um, we kept it until it didn't like us anymore. Um,
0: But yeah, yeah. So it's always been, I, I just, that bleeding heart gets me every time. Oh, that's really cute. That is so cute. Now, Chelsea, how many animals do you want to take home when you have these pets in your office? So, we only have one cat
2: at home and we don't plan on anymore. I think two of your staff have adopted from us. Yes. Yeah, they have. So, it's uh, somebody's going home. We actually have a couple customers that um, we're looking for pets too. So, Kathleen's working on
0: matching them too. Oh. Um, so, jordan you know i of course uh, lost my cat october 1st he passed away that was very hard to go through and then all of a sudden in the paper we're going through the paper one morning and there's a 12 year old cat that needed a home because her owner passed away so we called right away and she was already adopted and (laughs) and we were like oh no and then you called back and said we have another one ironically the owner passed away. I was like, you gotta be kidding. (laughs) So now we have, uh, Lily, we have another cat here at home with us. Who's trying to be the sister to spice and he still gets whacked a few times, but they're trying, (laughs) but I love pulling, you know, the, the animals out of the shelter. And of course we only have the two cats and a dog, but it's like, you want to take them all, you know? And I totally understand that. (laughs) Um, let's talk, Jordan, though, let's talk more about the Humane Society, because I know so many people really do have so many questions. Of course, we already answered what happens prior to the holidays, a lot of maybe dogs and cats getting adopted, and then you happen to have maybe in January, February, some returns. Um, But let's talk about what happens throughout the rest of the year. What's a typical day there? Do you have a lot of cats and dogs being adopted out?
1: Yes, and that's something that um, I'm working specifically on, trying to get a little bit more transparent in what we do. Um, There are a lot of misconceptions about we're a high kill shelter, and we certainly are not. Um, So a typical day, I mean, we might come in at 730 to a few animals dumped in a crate at our gate and we scoop them up and bring them in and give them their shots and feed them like we feed all the other animals in the morning Um, sometimes those animals are just unwanted sometimes they are from puppy mills and there are some very um, key identifiers that let us know that they're from puppy mills Um, and then throughout the day we get phone calls for aggressive dogs for dogs running loose for feral cats Um, and our animal services officers will go out answer those calls try to trap the animals and then bring them back um, where we give them all of their vaccines. We hold them for three days in case they're someone's animal. And then after those three days, they go through our adoption process. So we look for their path, whether that path is adoption. If they're super friendly and they are ready to be adopted, then we get them on our surgery schedule to be spayed or neutered, and they go over to our adoption building. If they are scared of men, if they're scared in general, If they are aggressive because they are behind a barrier, i.e. their kennel, um, then we communicate with rescues that will work with them and give them a second chance and really train them and give them that specialized care that they need so that they then can become adoptable. If they are feral, we try to put them through the trap and release program where we'll come in, spay or neuter them, and then send them back out to their colony which is why you see groups of cats. If they have a clipped ear, that means they're spayed or neutered and they're fine they can live life and be happy with their family and then just not procreate. So when they pass on naturally, eventually that colony will cease to exist. Um, But we try everything that we can to not euthanize. If the animal poses a great risk to itself or to other people, we do euthanize, but we try to keep it for those highly aggressive reasons, medical reasons, if their quality of life just isn't the same, um, or it's going to be very poor, then we'll make that educated decision, which we have vets on, staff that will handle that and help us do that. Um, And then, you know, again, throughout the day, we're adopting our adoption center is answering phone calls and scheduling appointments for potential adopters to come look at animals, um, for fosters to come in because they just feel it in their heart that they can't keep them, but they want to love on them until they find their forever home. Um, I like to tell my girls that we are their friends, not their family, and we're here to be their friend until we find their family. So we have fosters coming in and out and we love it. Um, And every time my daughter goes, mom, can we just be there forever family? (laughs) I'm like, maybe one day, baby, but not today. Um, But yeah, I mean super busy. We stay so busy. We have animal services. We have the adoption center. We now have the thrift store and the clinic. Um, and so there is a myriad of things going on at any given time, which again is why I'm in my car.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I know you were discussing it's busy in there, which is which is awesome. So while you were talking, I was writing a few things down. I want to start off with the animal services, wildlife, not wildlife, but the animal services. Let's start there because how does that work? Is it just for dogs and cats, first of all?
1: Yes, only companion okay. animals. And again, we'll do ferrets and licensed Vietnamese pigs, but I don't think they've ever gone on one of those calls.
0: Uh. A loose ferret, a ferret on the run. Oh, I had a, it's funny because I had to find a wildlife center around here. I used to have all the phone numbers in South Florida, and I had to find a wildlife center. Um, maybe it was last month. I wrote a blog about it because I had a sick turkey at my front door. Aww. Animals know to find me. If it's sick, it's at my front door. Like, okay. (laughs) So the Wildlife Center said they were completely backed up and I had to catch it. Thank God it was sick. And I mean, just because like, how do you catch a wild turkey? So thank goodness the poor thing wasn't moving a whole lot. (laughs) So strictly for dogs and cats. Got it. Okay. And then the thrift store, since you have that coming up, I'm assuming all the proceeds go to the Humane Society with that? They do. They do.
1: And we are... Um, pretty primarily volunteer run. So our um, profit margin or or revenue, if you will, that goes right to the Humane Society is huge. Um, We have one uh, person on staff that is dedicated and then everybody else is volunteers. So that's
0: amazing. Wow. Uh, How about donations? Where do you get many of your donations from?
1: From the public and you know they were like we're going to do this thrift store it's going to be amazing we'll get donations and i thought oh goodness there are quite a few of those i wonder you know how well we'll do but i have been completely pleasantly shocked and surprised by the sheer number of items that we have in that store i, I spent some time yesterday morning helping organize and and stage the store um and i just was overwhelmed in the best way uh, with all of the things that we have so people can drop off donations between eight and five um, monday through friday and see miss annette our staff person our um, thrift store manager she's lovely and she's excited to help
0: that's wonderful. That's really wonderful. Do you strictly work off of donations? Where does, where does a lot of the money come from? Like the construction as well? I mean, how is it funded?
1: Yeah. So we fundraise, the clinic helps us out. Um, We have a contract with the city and the county to provide animal services, um, which we are one in five, Uh, humane societies in the state of Florida who do that. Usually the county does animal um, control on their own but we've been contracted with them for a number of years. So they provide some funding, Um, but to clarify that funding solely goes to picking up animals and keeping them for three days. That funding does not cover us giving them their vaccines. It does not cover us spay and neutering. We do that at our own cost over and above what the city and the county give us each. Year, We are extremely thankful for the contracts that we have, um, but there definitely is some misconception that they fund a lot of what we do um, and we go over and above what they fund to, to make sure that our animals are wholly healthy and not able to procreate because we do
0: have a problem in our community we really do that's so true though i think a lot of people don't understand the amount of time effort and money that's needed to take care of animals they don't get it and i learned that down south um it takes an extraordinary amount of money i had to foster a few animals once it was costing me two hundred dollars a week that was for four kittens that were less than a pound and a mother two hundred dollars a week that's insane so people don't understand that, that you, you guys need more. Any humane society just needs more. Um, and of course, these nonprofits who take these animals in.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, you have to think. Booster shots, kittens and puppies need them just like babies do. Um, rabies shots aren't cheap, but so needed. I mean, wildlife carries it and can easily transition it to your pet. Um, and fun fact about rabies, the only way to positively identify rabies um, <laughs> medically is they're a brain test.
0: Yeah. Like, the
1: animal passes away. So, and we can... I mean, it's nuts. If someone, if we suspect an animal to have rabies, we have to quarantine that animal for up to 180 days. So that's 180 days. It's in our care. Usually it's a feral cat. So we would, probably have to euthanize it anyways if we couldn't adopt it out but we have to keep it for that long feed it make sure it's being as enriched as it can um, if we can't get close to it or touch it but try to give it a good quality of life for that long um, for it to I don't even know I mean sometimes they pass away from rabies um, but there's those little things that we try to do um, to improve the quality of life and to really take care of these animals that are budget killers. I mean, they really drain.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And rabies concerns me just because I know once you you contract rabies, I think as a human, you start to feel the flu-like symptoms. And once you start to feel the flu-like symptoms, you're done. Um, there isn't a whole lot you can do about reversing that. So that's always really scared me. Um Chelsea, let's talk to you real quick. I know you're sitting there. Chelsea's sitting there all pretty. And uh, we're talking about animals here. And I thank you so much for coming on to talk about the program that you've been doing with the Humane Society. Um, But Chelsea, talk to me about, let's talk a little bit about what's happening in your office. Tell people, I know you've got your Christmas party coming up because um, you guys are, both of you are with the chamber as well. And so there are some things happening in Lake City. So Chelsea, tell me about that.
2: Yeah, so we're having our uh, Christmas open house this Friday from 10 to 4, and so we'll have some treats, some prizes, um, giveaways, things like that, Um, new calendars for the new year. Hopefully, we can actually use them and some events on there this year. (laughs) Um, Lake City Chamber is having our Christmas light fight right now, so you can drive on and see all the different businesses decorated um, for Christmas and vote on which one is your favorite. So that's exciting. And just kind of going off of what we've been talking about with pets, State Farm actually just started selling pet insurance in Florida. So um, it's not technically directly through me. You have to go onto the website, statefarm.com, and click pet insurance. Um, but it's some—it's a neat new thing that we're offering. So um, I know typically, you know, pet medical bills can get expensive. So it's kind of a neat option just to be able to come into play if um, – if that's something that you need. So um, it's a new arena for us. So I'm still learning about it too. Um, so it'll be an interesting journey, but yeah, so it's a uh, neat we can offer kind of going along with our involvement with pets this year. So
0: that's awesome. I had not even known that. That's really, that is very good to know because a lot of people are always looking for pet insurance. Very nice to know. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, did you want to add anything else? I think that's it. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to be at that Christmas party. I want some cake and cookies and, and a new calendar. <laughs> All right, Jordan, did you want to add anything else before we go? You, you really um, gave us a full, you really encompassed everything that has to do with the Humane Society. And I really appreciate you speaking with me. It was very Hi. nice to have you on. Did you want to add anything else? Did I miss Always. anything?
1: always yes Um, so we like to say educate volunteer support donate as much as you can in any way that you can Um, certainly people can contact me if they'd like and I'll send you my contact info so you can put it um, with this but literally if it's donating blankets or grabbing one of our um, donation giving tree ornaments and seeing what's on the back of it and and supplying that or coming and cuddling cats in the cattery. They really need the socialization with people. It does well for them and enables them to be adopted. But there are so many ways to give um, and I'm more than happy to go over all of those options with you to find um, the best path forward. But all of it is to save lives one day at a time
0: that's awesome thank you very much that is really awesome and a lot of people do need to donate um and i might have some more stuff for you as well uh (laughs) but thank you very much again for being on any of your contact information chelsea's will have a link to where you need to go maybe for that pet insurance anything will be in the info section for both the video and audio portions of today's talk with erica thank you both very much for being on with me and merry christmas
1: yes ma'am thank you merry christmas
0: Thanks for listening to today's talk with Erica. Join me next week for another discussion with the experts who help make life easier. Please visit my website, ericadelsorto.com, where you'll find all of my social media platforms and more. And be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Once again, thanks for listening.